This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This could be one, two, on the first. It's a triple play. They've done it again. Three times a charm, and the Yankees win two to one. Can you believe it? It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Baseball talk this hour. And who better to do that with us? John Heyman. He is our Odyssey MLB insider who's joining the show. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. Today, John, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? John, we're great and excited to talk some baseball after a big weekend. John, we just heard the Yankees triple play there. What a way to end the game and, and a good weekend for the Yankees against a, a very good and a good road team in the A's. Yankees bounce back. They, they need some wins here. It's been a weird season for them. Yeah, they absolutely do need some wins. Uh, a little concerning with the, the pitching depth. Uh, their offense just has not been good this year. Been a top four offense the last four years. Uh, this year, for most of the year, they've been a bottom four offense. Uh, coming around a little bit, I'd still be worried. I know the triple plays are nice. <laughs> getting some flash. They're getting some homers. But, uh, you know, I think they need a little more meat and potatoes, uh, a little more substance. Uh, I'm still concerned about the Yankees. John, sticking in the American League, I feel like every time we have a conversation, we're going to have to do a reset on the AL MVP leader in the clubhouse. A week ago, it seemed to be Vlad, and he's still the favorite. I was surprised to see that this morning. Otani, over the last six days, six home runs and a one-run, six-inning performance. Would you give the edge to Otani or Vlad right now? Well, if I had a vote today, I would certainly vote for Otani. I mean, he's got uh, close to the number of home runs as Vlad, plus he's a pitcher. So, uh, for me, it's not a tough choice. But, you know, if you're talking about uh, who's the favorite, I mean, I guess they're a little more concern is about uh, whether Otani can keep it up, whether he can stay healthy. Uh, I get that. If the season ends today, which it doesn't, though, to me, Otani's the MVP doesn't make him the favorite, though. There's a lot more goes into that. John, the NL MVP is fascinating. The best player in the league is likely and probably Fernando Tatis Jr. position player. Jacob deGrom has edged himself with the way he's performed this year right there. The two of those guys, you can probably neck and neck for the MVP right now in terms of odds to win it. Both, though, have injury concerns. Tatis's shoulder, again, issues over the weekend. And DeGrom, John, what's your take on DeGrom and where he is right now? He's scheduled to pitch today. It just seems like there's so many little things this year, yet when he's out there, he is literally unhittable. 
Yeah, I mean, he was checked out by two different doctors uh, in terms of the shoulder. He's had, I don't know, about half dozen things that have cropped up. Uh, the flexor tendonitis not that long ago in the last few weeks, and now the shoulder. So certainly concerning, but, uh, you know, you look at what he's done this year, uh, I certainly can see why he and Tatis are neck and neck. When they asked me who I would pick to this point, I'd go DeGrom, but you know, I, I would say that the injury concern is clearly there for him in terms of whether he's the favorite for that award. Uh, John, we all know a lot of teams play games when it comes to calling up prospects that should be at the major league level. Tampa Bay calls up Franco. Are they doing that if uh, they're not getting swept out and now losers of six consecutive games? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I, the timing is a, a big part of that, uh, as you know. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, not a big spending team, uh, wants to make sure that they've got an extra year of them. Uh, arbitration is a big issue for them. So, uh, you know, that's probably a bigger factor, but uh, they did not look good at Seattle at all. I think there definitely are concerns about the Rays. Uh, you know, I'm not a good one to predict on the Rays. I rarely have <laughs> them in the playoffs, if ever, and they are in it a lot. And they've been really Good the last few years, consistently good, excellent last year, excellent for the most part so far this year. Um, I, I do think that they are concerned um, right now about the way things are going. Uh, Wonder Franco, the top prospect in baseball. Um, you know, the kid they had in there now is doing a good job defensively, walks a lot, but uh, was not hitting like Wonder Franco can hit. John Heyman, Odyssey Sports Insider, joining BeckQL Daily here, talking some baseball after a big weekend. A slate of games start today. Uh, John, big series over the weekend down in Houston. The White Sox get smacked around by the Astros. If you look right now, the White Sox are still the favorites to come out of the American League. They're the favorites to get to the World Series. Would you have Chicago as the favorite in the AL, or what do you, or do you <laughs> think it's the Houston Astros? Yeah, well, you know, Chicago's not playing at full strength. Obviously, Robert and Madrigal and Jimenez are out. So uh, we're not seeing their full lineup. Their pitching is outstanding. They have the best ERA in the league. Uh, you know, on the score a couple of weeks ago, I guaranteed they'd win that division. <laughs> in terms of uh, the pennant, it's a little, little trickier. Um, you know, Houston looks really good at the moment. Uh, you know, Altuve is uh, hitting, uh, Correa is hitting, Alvarez is hitting, uh, they're doing it without Bregman. Uh, you know, Houston is the best team at this moment. I don't think there's any question about that. They have the best record, the best run differential, and they just swept the White Sox. But, uh, I mean, I think the White Sox are uh, an outstanding team, and I wouldn't disagree with someone who tells me they're the favorite in the American League. John, it's the day. Sticky stuff. This is the day. The yep. umpires uh, <laughs> might be making some headlines today, but we only have eight games. Uh, do you expect anything to happen today <laughs> or tomorrow? Well, they're certainly going to be looking hard today. You know, they want to pick up their brownie points. If they can find somebody, uh, the umpire will get some uh, gold star or something. So <laughs> I think they're going to be looking hard. That said, uh, any pitcher who does it today uh, is one of those guys who would say is a risk taker. Uh, I do believe a vast majority of pitchers were doing it. I do think there's already an effect in baseball. You see the spin rates down. You see some teams slipping lately. I'm not going to name names, but uh, there are certainly teams that were, uh, let's say, targeted a little bit more than others or 
uh, seem to have a little bit more of the sticky stuff, and uh, some of those teams not doing so great lately. Um, you know, so I think it's already having an effect. Um, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer to see if it has an effect on the offense. I think we're not going to say a week or two of warnings is going to do it. We're going to see in the next few weeks. But uh, it's clear why baseball did it. Uh, There's just a uh, major advantage that goes to the pitchers in general over the hitters and the league batting under 240. Uh, they need more action in the game, more singles, more doubles, more triples, uh, more traffic on the bases. And, uh, you know, I understand why MLB is doing this. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see if anybody's caught. i got to say, if anybody's doing it now, they're, they're pretty brash because uh, obviously the umpires are going to be looking very hard for it. John, the first game today is the first game of a doubleheader between the Braves and the Mets. The game is in City Field. I'm just wondering the logistics of this. Do you think this is something the umpires will check as a pitcher walks to the mound, kind of, you know, one-on-one before the cameras come back? Or, John, at 5 o'clock when I turn on uh, SNY later, am I going to see the umpires first inning checking Jacob deGrom, the best pitcher in baseball, the first pitcher will take the mound today? How how do you think it's actually going to work? Well, uh, what I understand, it's supposed to be uh, when guys leave the game or when guys uh, exit the mound. I think they're trying to do it uh, pretty unobtrusively, maybe when the cameras are off. I mean, I guess it makes for good TV. Um, His teammates have said he doesn't do it. Um, You know, there's been no evidence that he does. Uh, I got to say, it's miraculous that he's able to throw 101 miles an hour uh, as a starting pitcher. Uh, there's no other starter that uh, even compares to him. I think the starting pitcher is throwing over 100 miles an hour. He's got 70% or 75% of those pitches with triple digits as a starting pitcher. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't, I'll be shocked if DeGrom is caught. I know that uh, people don't always tell the truth. People don't always know. But uh, there really has not been any buzz on him. Uh, that said, I do expect somebody to be caught this week. I don't know if it'll be today. I think someone's going to be caught. I, I do think they're not going to try to interrupt the flow of the game or delay the game. That's another concern baseball has. And, uh, I don't know that they're out to embarrass anybody. So I don't think this is a made for TV moment. So you're going to be probably disappointed if you're going on there to see the uh, pitchers and the umpires, uh, going at it, uh, several times today. With Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman, this is BetQL Daily. John, looking at the National League, in the East, there are four teams, uh, only five games separating them. And in the NL Central, four teams with only four games separating those teams. Uh, Early on, as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline, uh, of those eight teams, are there any that stand out to you as expected buyers? Yeah, I, you know, to me, anybody's in contention, they should be a buyer. I'm going to be very disappointed if the Cubs aren't buyers. I mean, uh, you know, they're tied for first as we do this. Uh, they should be a buyer. Uh, you know, I think it's, people still remember that white flag trade with the White Sox had a three-and-a-half game lead and traded away three veteran players for a bunch of uh, prospects in 1997. And, uh, you know, that was before social media, before uh, – you know, uh, people really started going crazy if somebody did something they didn't like. And uh, that would be something a lot of us aren't going to like if the Cubs are uh, sellers. I think there are going to be enough sellers. We thought there was going to be a tremendous parity, and there certainly is in those two divisions. But uh, at this point, there are at least at least nine teams that are clear sellers in my mind. So 
I think we'll have enough sellers to have a decent market. Uh, it's still going to be a seller's market because I'm not going to sure, sure if we're going to have many more than nine. And of those nine teams, many of them don't have players nobody wants, uh, you know, or young kids who, you know, these are rebuilding teams for the most part uh, with cheap uh, labor, young kids who are prospects. And uh, those are not the kind of guys that are traded uh, at the deadline. So, um, you know, I think there will be some action, uh, might be not as much as we've seen in some years in the past, but, uh, you know, to me, those teams that are within four or five games, uh, they should be buyers, not sellers. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the Cubs and also the Nats. Uh, you know, I don't believe the Nats are going to be a seller. Uh, uh, you know, they had a nice weekend against the Mets, winning three out of four. They seem pretty excited about it. It's not their M.O., their GM, Mike Rizzo. Did not do it in 2019 when they looked dreadful uh, into July and uh, many trades on the table for Harper and for uh, Scherzer did not make those trades um, and ended up winning, uh, excuse me, for Scherzer and did not make those trades and ended up winning the World Series. So, um, you know, uh, I I think that they will not be a seller. You know, the Cubs, they're interesting. They signaled they're going to sell when they traded away uh, Darvish after uh, having a playoff season. Um, and so I, you know, I'm not going to be shocked if they do sell. Uh, but if they're within three, four games, as the White Sox were in 97, uh, I, and, I mean, this is the last year for this nucleus, too. Uh, Briz, uh, Bryant, Rizzo, I almost combined them as Rizzo, but Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, all free agents after the year, uh, uh, you know, it would be a shame to uh, to to be maybe a seller um, if you're the Cubs. So I, I hope they don't do it. I don't see sellers in the in those categories. Pittsburgh is a seller uh, in last in the NL Central, and uh, you know in the NL uh, East. I think maybe the Mar- the Marlins will be a seller, but I, I don't believe any of the other teams will be. John, have about a minute here. Quick thought on the NL East. It's a big week here. Mets, Braves start the week. Phillies, Nationals, and then the week ends with the Phillies in New York, four games against the Mets. Phillies are, uh, The Mets are up right now by four games. Three teams there bunched up. Who's going to make a run? If you had to pick one team to make a run at the Mets, Phillies, Braves, Nationals, who are you thinking? Well, I'm going Braves. I mean, that was my pick at the beginning of the year. I finally uh, jumped on their bad wagon last year. They rewarded me. I think they're really good. I don't think we're going to see Ozuna this year. Um, he did something really dreadful, and don't expect him back. Uh, it doesn't appear like we're going to get Soroka back either, so they've certainly uh, had some bad moments that are going to hurt them. But, uh, you know, I still think they have a lot of talent. Austin Riley coming on, too, as a star player. Uh, you know, Braves would be my pick to make a run at the Mets out of, out of the others. John Heyman, always appreciate you hopping on. We'll chat soon. Thank you. All right, great talking to you guys. See you later. There he goes. That was Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets to real, proven analytics, bet smarter, and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Yeah, that East, uh, Joe, there, it's a big week. I mean, these teams are all playing each other, and someone's going to stand up and make a run at the Mets. It's just a matter of which team it is, the Phillies, the Nationals, or the Braves. I'm obsessed with the sticky stuff and what's going to happen, if anything, today. Do you want blood? Do you want to be talking about someone tossed from a game? I was just trying to figure out, where is Joe West going to be today? 
Oh, that's is, the place. That's that's, that's all cameras need to be on Joe West today. <laughs> he was at Rays Mariners over the weekend. So so where is he moving forward? We'll have to check on that coming up because uh, if he's involved in a game today, that's what I'll be keeping a close eye on. Yes, and it's, I think it's just amazing that the best pitcher in baseball is the first pitcher to take the mound on the first day they will check. I would imagine DeGrom is clean. We shall see, though, when he takes the mound on the other side. We got to talk some NFL futures here. The AFC South. Will Carson Wentz bounce back? I've got a lot of thoughts on that. <laughs> the Titans with some big moves and a new coaching quarterback down in Jacksonville. We shall discuss. This is Beck UL Daily on the Bet QL Network. <laughs> 